Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. Now, enjoy this episode. All right, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to another edition of DIY Money. Right at you, because there's no Daniel. Crickets. DIY Money. That a boy. There's Steve, the producer, uh, stepping in. Daniel taking a much-deserved vacaciones that I'm sure he saved and budgeted for DIY Money style. All right, a couple housekeeping odds and ends before we get to our incredible question from Kayla in Madison, Wisconsin. Cheesehead. All right. A couple of housekeeping things. First and foremost, Q is empty. The Q is empty. Send us your questions. Got a couple of uh, folks sending in how to do the Android. Apparently, it's the exact same as the iPhone. Uh, but I did get Kayla sent hers in on Easy Voice Recorder which was an app that she got from Android. She didn't tell me that, but it literally came through her email. It says, recorded with Easy Voice Recorder. Download the app for Android here. Either that or that is a virus. She's trying to spam my computer. No, I doubt it. So you can uh, send us your question through whichever you want to do it, through your iPhone, your Android app. I think they have a voice recording. And you share it, but you share it through your email and you send it to podcast at DIYmoney.org. Podcast at DIYmoney.org. Now, why do you do that if you're new to the show? Which, holy cow, welcome new folks. We got a lot of you out there. This is fun. You do that because what's going to happen is if we use it on the air like Kayla's today, Derek, the intern, boom, sends you 25 bones to Amazon. It's very simple. We get great content for 25 bucks. Oh, second side note. Other housekeeping, are you a social media extraordinaire? Like, do you understand all this, you know, Insta, Facebook, you know, blah, 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 all that stuff? Why? Well, we're growing and we're looking for some help. Someone, this would be paid, this is a compensated position to do this. But I don't need, you know, look, not no disrespect if you do this as like a hobby, as a side thing, you know, because you're interested. That's not really what we're looking for. I mean, we're looking for if you, I'm, I wanted to put it out to our DOIY community. If you are involved in a business, you run your own business or you're, you're employed by a business and you do this, you know, social media, PR, consulting type of firm, we'd like to talk to you. Uh, just Shoot us a note, podcast at DIYmoney.org, podcast at DIYmoney.org. Uh, we want to talk to you before we put it out there into the, uh, into the non-DIY money world. We'd like to give that business to one of our loyal listeners. Or if you know someone uh, that you say, hey, these guys are rock stars. And we want rock stars. We want a rock star because uh, I spent a week listening to other podcasts. And let me tell you. I mean, I don't, I'm a little cocky here. Daniel's not here. I can do that. DIY, DIY money is on point. It's awesome. And I don't like to listen to myself on the radio. I know that sounds crazy. I don't. I get off CNBC. I don't even cue that up. I don't even want to listen to it. I don't want to hear it. But these questions are awesome, and we want to help more people. And we want to do that in community. So 
If you are involved in that, you work there, you've got your own business, and you can say, I know how that you can get out there more on Facebook and Insta and blah, 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 whatever all this stuff is. Daniel knows more about that than I do, but let us know. Podcast at DIYMoney.com. All right, this week's question, a good one, comes from Kayla in Madison. What do you got, Kayla? Hi, guys. This is Kayla from Madison, Wisconsin. My husband and I are newlyweds. We are in our mid-20s, both recent college graduates, and we are both starting new full-time jobs in a couple weeks um, that are a little higher paying than what we were making previously, which is great. And so my question today is, if we should really start buckling down and saving money in a savings account for a down payment on a house, we would like to buy a house within the next um, two to three years, or if we should instead pay down as many of our debts as we can in order to improve our credit scores, or if we should try to do both and split what we're putting into both the savings account and paying down those debts um, with the ultimate goal of being able to stop renting apartments in two to three years. So looking forward to hearing what your guys' thoughts are on that. Thank you. All right, Kayla, you're going to be shorted a little bit because Daniel is in that process right now. The process, as he would say. But let's not overcomplicate this. All right, let's not overcomplicate this and let's go through the basic DIY money steps, all right? Uh, because again, I think you can overcomplicate this with sort of getting caught up in the forest through the trees or however that analogy goes, and you don't need to. Uh, first of all, congratulations on the marriage. Booyah. Congratulations on the new jobs. Awesome. Higher pay. Fantastic. Okay. Number one, who's the CFO? You the CFO? Maybe because you sent it in or maybe your husband is. I, I don't know. Who's the CFO? Number two, once that's established, make sure you are on the same page. I want to make sure, again, you can accomplish all of these goals. Any goal you have financially, I believe you can be accomplished. If you are uh, married with a spouse, with a partner, they, you have to be on the same page. I can't stress that enough. Can't stress it enough. Anything, financial difficulty, financial progress, financial goals, they can all be gained, they can be achieved if you work as a team. And once you do that, holy cow, you can conquer anything. I mean, you really can. So who's the CFO? Who's the supporting cast? Are you meeting regularly? Are you tracking, et cetera? Okay. Oh, I got ahead of myself. Are you tracking your expenses? And again, you might be going, okay, yeah, Quint, that's not what I asked. I'm doing all these. That's fine. But I want to make sure I go through the steps. What do I mean by that? Are you in some form or fashion, whatever works for you, I've talked about my process, Google Sheets, Daniel uses something different. Uh, before that, Google Sheets, I was using Excel, and before that was a notepad. Every single time I spend a dollar, I write it down. I use it as basically a way to balance my checkbook or my checking account. So I know I don't have to go to the bank, I don't have to look online. Now I do look online to reconcile it, Something I'm teaching my children. Holy cow, they're 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 killing me with that. But nonetheless, uh, are you tracking those expenses? And why are you doing that? So that you can ultimately formulate a budget, so you know what your margin is. What is margin? The difference between your income and your outgo. You have to have margin. You have to have margin to do anything. 
You have to have margin to pay off debt. You have to have margin to save. You have to have margin to buy a house. You have to have margin everything. Okay. So that's the first couple of steps. Now, you got two jobs. I'm assuming, and I strongly encourage, that you are taking advantage of their retirement options. Hopefully, they have them. Hopefully, you're putting in at minimum, at minimum, the match. Now, what do I mean by that? And Again, you might be going, they don't have that. Well, then that's another discussion completely because I do think there needs to be some retirement savings in there that's automatic. So if your company has 401ks and they match up to 6%, do the 6%. If they match, you know, 100% on three, 50% up to six, then do the 6%, right? If they do four, I still think you should do the 6%. All right, you want to be trying to save ultimately 10% of your income. I try to educate people to save 10% of their income. And if somebody matches, then that's a bonus. But in the beginning, as you're trying to sort of follow the DIY money steps, if you have to have the combination of the two, you know, 4% from you, 6% from them, six, six, whatever it is, that's fine. But you want to ultimately get to the point where you're doing 10% of your pay. If they match another six, bonus. But you want to try to get to that. All right. Now, I'm going to assume you've got margin, you're doing the 401k matches, et cetera. Next two steps. Do you have a little bit of fast cash? I said $1,000 fast cash. That's basically your, you know, right off the top emergency fund, brakes go out, tires are needed, whatever. That's your, that's your fast cash. That is sitting accessible. It's not part of your overall, I guess it's part of your overall emergency fund, but it's there, it's available. So that's, I'm going to say a thousand bucks, boom, set aside somewhere. You don't touch it. Then we need to have some sort of progression. Maybe you already have all of this in place. And I'm going to get to your question if that's the case in a second, Kayla. But if you have all of this in place, bravo to you. But if you don't, and you're wondering if you're listening to this going, oh, that's a good question. I wonder, then these are the steps. You got to have margin. We've talked about that ad nauseum. So you can go back to those previous podcasts and we'll hit it again. If you don't have margin, you got to cut or create to find margin. Cut expenses or create new income. And don't tell me you can't do that. This is, drives me crazy about people today. So I don't have Daniel with the passive approach today to hold me back. I'm going to get on my soapbox. You can do that in today's society. You absolutely can. You can cut nonsense that you don't need to spend money on, and you can create additional income. You can. You can take your smartphone, and, and which you probably don't need to be paying for anyways, and you can go around your house taking photos of garbage that you don't need, put it on eBay, or Craigslist, or Facebook groups, or whatever, and sell it in a nanosecond. I mean, it's unbelievable. You can be driving Uber. You can, okay, whatever. We don't need to get into that. But you got to create margin. The question Kayla's asking is what to do with that margin. What is the best approach? And again, I think you got to just follow the steps. So you got fast cash, emergency fund. I'm a believer of three months of emergency. So you take your expenses. How do you know that? You look at your budget. Well, we spend $5,000 a month. So it's 15 grand. We got to have 15 grand. That's your emergency fund. Now, here's where you can get a little sort of flexible, all right? A little liberal if you want. Once you have that money, uh, emergency fund set aside, and you've proven that you can save your margin on a monthly basis, then it's time to really start evaluating the, and I'm going to classify and say the bad, bad debt. So I'm going to say the bad, bad debt, the bad debt, and the debt. Now, what are the three? 
The bad, bad debt is the nonsense that you have out there like credit cards, the Kohl's card, the Lowe's card, the Visa, the MasterCard, the Discover, the we went on vacation, we didn't really have the money, we put it on the credit card card. We needed new appliances, we didn't have the money, we put it on the credit card card. Those are bad. And you might be playing a 0% interest game and you might be blah, 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 blah. No, those got to go. Those are the bad, bad debts. You got to get rid of them. Doesn't mean you close it. Kayla asked a great question, you know, to, to, to improve our credit score. Doesn't mean you close that account, but you certainly pay it off. You pay it off so that, that your credit score will increase. We talked about that last week, the difference between the available versus what you're using. So in my opinion, if you've been able to build up an emergency fund and you've still got 5,000 sitting on a bad, bad credit card, knock it out, boom, gone. And then build that 5,000 back up in your emergency fund. If you've got 15,000 and you have 10,000 sitting on a credit card, in my opinion, you still knock it out. You need that gone. Now, second step is the bad debt. Now, this is where it gets a little dicey because this could be a $20,000 car or it could be a $50,000 student loan, right? You don't have a house yet, which is basically, in my opinion, the only good debt. That's the only thing that I, I think is acceptable, in my opinion. I mean, you, people are, have debt across the board, right? You have student loans, you have all these other things. But I think you're striving to pay these others off. But the difficulty is, in the striving to pay the other bad debts off, that could be 10 years, 15 years. And so my opinion there is, is that you are accumulating your excess amounts. So you've paid off the bad, bad debt. I think I've answered your question there. You've paid off the bad, bad debt before you're ever thinking about a house. You don't want to go into a house with a $10,000 bill on your Visa or your Discover, your Kohl's or whatever. You don't want any of that. Nonsense. You do want your best credit score and you want to put 20% down. Because as Daniel talked about, it's not just mortgage and interest. It's your escrow. And if you don't put the 20% down or you don't have 80% loan to value, you're going to pay principal mortgage insurance which is basically throwing your money out the window. All right, bad, bad debt's got to go. Next, you start socking that money in an account. Now, you're paying your minimums on your bad debt, your car, your student loans, and you're paying your minimum, but you're, you're building up a, a pool of money outside the emergency fund. You're building this up, and you're using high interest savings rate, et cetera. Now, this is where you're looking. You're looking for a home opportunity. Now, you just got two new jobs. Maybe you're from Madison. Maybe you just moved there. I don't know. I always encourage someone when they move to a new environment or they start a new job or whatever, forget buying anything for the first year. Forget it. Forget about forget it. Forget it. Forget about it. Forget about it. Why? You might realize, oh, my goodness, you know, we didn't think about school systems and we're about to have kids. Or we didn't think about the commute. This is terrible. Or we thought this is where we wanted to live because everybody told us we should live here. But we're looking out 10 years, and this is really where we want to live. So you can learn a lot from an area in a year or more. Plus, in my opinion, if Madison's like any other city in America, it's, very gonna, it's gonna be very difficult to find value in home right now. Now, that also means your rent is high, which is also a conundrum. But in my opinion, you're socking that additional money away. And if you're trying to find a $200,000 house or $300,000, whatever it is, hopefully it's a starter home. Remember I talked about, I mean, you're not going to find a $55,000 house anymore. But you know, let's say it's one hundred and fifty dollars or whatever it is. It would be great if you could find something like that. 
you got to have 20% down. Now, you're putting that there, and if you find that opportunity, then you can take it. And in my opinion, even though you might have student loan or even a car, you can then take that opportunity. And it will be so clear to you. But that's only after you've been able to save the emergency fund, knock out the bad, bad debt, and have a pool of money at the ready. Because if you do that for a year and you go, you know what, I don't really find anything. There's really nothing here that's interesting to me. Well, why don't we just pay off the car then? Let's just pay off the car. Boom, car gone. Right? You then have the liquidity and the flexibility to evaluate it. Plus, once you take that stress off, I've been there. Like, should we buy a house? It's like, that's all you're thinking about. You're looking at the housing options. You're discouraged because the prices are high. You still forget it. Enjoy your new job. Enjoy your new marriage. Start socking that money away and then waiting and watching. And then when you have the money and we go through a little dip, which we will, you'll be able to pounce. If you don't, if you decide that's not the right move, you can then at least pay off one of the bad debts. Maybe you can take a big chunk out of the student loan or a big chunk out of the car. Hopefully I answered, Kayla. Always be willing to dissect it more with you if you want to shoot an email. So that's great, but here's the question this, that, and the other. Happy to do that if I missed anything. Thanks again, Kayla, for that great question. Remember, folks, the secret to wealth is really not that complicated. Live on less than you make, invest the rest, and do it for a very long time. Make it a great week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card.